Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 29 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Dream. We're so close. I can't believe it. Damn. I felt like this would this book would take forever, but it really feels like it's also gone very quickly. Yeah. In a weird way? I don't know. Um, so we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a Black Hogwarts student? Um, do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be Black at Hogwarts. So if you would like to submit, you can check out blackgirlscreate.org for the guideline. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around? Please consider becoming a Patronus. We are video recording the Wizard Team episodes, and Patroni have access to those videos. For $5 or more a month, you get the video the Tuesday before the podcast drops, and for $10 or more per month. Um, so for 5 to $9, you get the video before, but for $10 or more dollars, Ten plus dollars, um, you get a link to watch us record live and join a chat room to discuss while we record. Um, if you would like to donate but can't do a monthly donation, you can send us a cheering charm by donating to our PayPal, um, and you can find those links at blackgirlscreate.org/donate. And we have Wizard Team merch, so head over to our website and you can step up your nerd fashion and stationery and sticker game, um, your mug game. If you want, if you like mugs, I love mugs. You can step the, that game up too. Um, we have merch that you know celebrates all of the black, the explicitly black characters in Harry Potter and the non-explicitly black, but we know they're black. <clears throat> Hermione um, characters. We have Patronus Fuel uh, merch that we. Re- created with our uh, cousin Connie we have um, a really good uh, Serafina taught me merch and somebody write that fanfic merch because you know you got to write that fanfic you might as well get a journal to write that fanfic in that says somebody write that fanfic so that when you start writing that fanfic you don't forget what you're doing and what you're doing is writing that fanfic if you would like to support us but don't have the funds to do so or even if you do um, rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, and other places where um, podcasts are found. Um, yeah, that way we get more members to the team. Um, I've seen some of the reviews that we've gotten, and they're very nice, and I appreciate y'all. Um, and I would just want more. More love yes. and wizard team welcomes and things. Yes! Um, also, when you leave reviews, it it puts pushes us up in the rankings um someone uh joined the team because they searched hermione and they found us so you know and you, and you every, know how robin knows that counts and you know how robin knows that oh how because of our survey what what that's how I know that. Look at how you did. I like what you did there. Um, so we currently have an audience survey. You can go to um, our Twitter at We Black and Nerds, and it's pinned. I don't know if it's pinned, but Bayana will uh, tweet out vaguely uh, threatening messages daily to make sure that you're doing the They survey. are encouraging. It's, it's, it's like a pep talk with gifts. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, I think the only one that was mildly threatening was the Beyonce one, and that's only because I couldn't figure out a better, like, way to, like, a better um, connection, so I used a hold-up gif, because I was like, hold up, you haven't signed our, filled out our survey? I was like, that works. I'll get a little bit more creative as we keep going, but just fill it out. It's really helpful to I us. I mean, I think you're plenty creative. I just think... Um, I, and I love them. I do. I, it's my favorite time of the year. It's the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. When Bayana is gifting the survey, you're missing. Bring us good cheer. Hey, guys, I'm good. That was I'm actually good. pretty good. I'm really good at that. That was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so audience survey is something that really helps us um, figure out ways to improve, figure out what we're doing well, what we are not doing well. You know, last year someone was like, hey, guys, I know that you're busy, but the eating on the podcast, not cool. And we stopped eating on the podcast, and now we just starve until we're done. Or we just, like, make food before. Because we're adults. We make food before. Um, I ran here from work, so I'm just going to starve. But hopefully this chapter isn't that it's long, not, so yeah. we, we can, I can eat at a decent hour. But, yeah. Um, we take – point of story is that we take your comments and um, feedback seriously, and um, it really helps us. So there we go. Also subscribe to our newsletter. Um, every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So be sure to subscribe if you would like to be in the know. Our bay friend Deborah is the curator of the newsletter. And this last one was pretty amazing. So if you are not subscribed, you're missing out. She, what did she say? I got to pull this up. While you look for that, you can subscribe at blackgirlscreate.org. Um, and also, just so you guys know, um... If you would like to curate a letter like our bay friend Deborah has been doing for the past couple of weeks, um, which has been a lifesaver and so good, you can just reach out to us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. Okay, so she said, did you see the... Wait, no, no, no. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Right here. She said... Check out the Inhumans teaser. I'm kidding. It's trash. It's literally a teaser. It shows you nothing. (laughs) So good. And then at the very end, she shaded our good friend, Portia, and said, the head of the Department of Magical Onyx and Umbrellas, also known as Shade, stays typing. (laughs) Stays typing. Because last, remember last week when Molly did that thing and Portia was typing and she's, she stay typing. <laughs> Potato avocado. So we say all that to say, subscribe to our newsletter, and then you'll understand these jokes that Robin <laughs> told with no context, and then you'll understand them. Um, also, follow I us. The context was that Deborah is very good at this. Okay. She is very good at this. She shouted out someone, but you had to have known the context. Like, you had to know the podcast to know that shout out. But also, if you didn't know the context, it was still hilarious. It was great. Potato avocado. Follow us at We Black and Nerds on Twitter. Like us at Black Girls Create on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Black Girls Create. Join the Wizard Team Facebook group. Join the Black Girls Create Slack. Fill out that survey. Let's move on to Wizard Team News. Yes. All of this community building. That kind of sounded like the whiz a little bit. 
Okay. I was trying to do like a. I started with like a breaking news, you know, like the. Beep, beep, yeah, beep, then it beep, turned beep. into Quincy Jones. And then I was like. So. And then I was like, well, if we don't really do the breaking news thing. We do we do like the news, like themes. And then it just got all mixy. It turned into Quincy Jones. I'm here for it, but that's what happened. Um, okay, cool. So, Wizard Team News. Um, last Tuesday was the anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts. We did not shout it out last episode because it wasn't on our calendar because we failed you all, and we'll do better next time. Yeah. Um, also, um, but also is I have a problem. The, can I finish the news? Go ahead. Because this, if this goes in, the yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as has been um, like tradition, I guess maybe for the past like two or three years. Um, J.K. Rowling apologized for a death um, of one of her characters, and this year Ugh. she apologized for killing off Snape. Um, Ugh. Robin called it Nobody last, it. Uh, bef- like a couple months ago. We talked about Nobody. it being weird last year when this Nobody happened. Nobody needed it. Um, no one needed didn't want it. it. There was, if there was a poll, we didn't get to vote. No. I wouldn't have voted for him. I know some other people I would have voted for. It wouldn't have been him. Yeah. Also, okay, back to the other thing. Um, I find it weird. Like, we do anniversaries and stuff, but I have always found the anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts weird because it's one battle in, like, the greater war that happened, um, and it is, like, when Voldemort was defeated. Okay, get it. But, like... Some people do celebrate, like, anniversaries, like the Gettysburg Battle of Gettysburg or whatever. Um, but it's really weird. Instead of doing, like, a like Wizarding war, war Remembrance Day, like, I feel like it should be called that instead of the Battle of Hogwarts, like, anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Because then you're, like, when you celebrate, like, the battle, or when you are remembering the battle, it's kind of like putting... Um, not it's not celebratory, right? But you're like doing a day of remembrance for like all these like deaths, as opposed to like you 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 start to think about just like kind of the, the death of it and the and the the, ter- the trauma that came out of that battle, as opposed to like the reason for that war and the reason for that battle and what they were fighting for. And I feel like we should celebrate or remember. The bravery of people, yes, but, like, remember it in the context of what they were fighting for as opposed to this culminating battle where a lot of people died. Yeah. And, and I a mean, lot of I children died that didn't have to die. That's true. And I do think that, like, it's, we it's probably think more about the, like you're saying, we think more about the deaths of, like, the people who didn't deserve it and less about the ones who did. So we don't ever, we're never, like, <laughs> man, shout out to Voldemort right. being defeated on this day. Like, I didn't really see any of that. Or, like, shout out to Bellatrix. You know what I'm saying? Like, dying. finally Get getting got. Not like, my... you know, and right. so I do think that, yeah, we can probably frame it differently. And maybe that's what just what we'll do next year when we remember. Yeah, I think it's just, it should just be, like, Wizarding World Remember Wizarding War Remembrance Day because I also think like and this is gonna sound terrible but I don't know it's 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 sad that and 
it, I mean, Bellatrix had to die just the way the same way that Snape had to die. Like that's the way that 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 was the only way out for them, right? Like that was the only way Voldemort could be def- like that. That fascism and Nazism and Death Eaterism could be defeated was for these like characters to to die. But also, when you like kind of like I'm thinking more about like. Regulus, right? Like they're like it's sad. It's not an excuse, and it doesn't like take away from what these people have done. But it's sad when like that people, even Barty Crouch Jr., have like these people that had potential got swept up in this like terrible thing, and they made awful decisions, and they became and they were awful people, but they were still people, you know. And like any loss of life, even fictional life, I guess I'm taking this way too seriously now that I'm like. I mean, like, I think all of what you're saying is true. I'm just like, go ahead. Never mind. Just go ahead. Yeah, like, I'm not, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm not by any means saying, you know, they were good people or anything like that. It just, it wigs me out when we start to, I don't know, like... Talk about the death as opposed to like the 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 whole the totality. I mean, I think of the, there's the life. I think there's room for both, which is a problem with Snape. You know what I mean? Like I do you know? think that like, and obviously we're talking about fictional characters, but I think even in the real in the real world, when um, things like nine eleven, for example, when that happens, you still have to like take a moment and remember the deaths of those people, right? Like I feel like thinking through like and celebrating the people who did die and who like ended up sacrificing themselves in certain situations as well. Like, I think that that's a part of it, and I think that has to happen. Um, But I also understand what you're saying. Like, then there's also the part, and then um, maybe this is kind of where the 9-11 analogy breaks down, but there's also the part of, like, celebrating, like, the, like, why they were fighting or, like, what came out of that, if that makes sense. But I do think it's both. I don't yeah. think that you forget the people who died and then you never bring that up again and you're just like, yay, we talked about them because then it gets real like up here and it's real like mm-hmm. idealistic. And you lose the and, consequences like, yeah, of war and you, and you stuff. lose the yeah. like real like gritty like human part of it and then you get too like lofty and like all up in your ideals and shit. So I think it's both. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that, what like, I'm saying is that and then we should move on because we still have a lot more news. But I think what I'm saying um is there should be a, a better way. Um, I'm saying all of this because I really, what I don't want to talk about is the fact that she apologized for Snape's death, which is trash. That's what I was, um, that's why I was kind of wondering, be, like, where is this going only because it wasn't the, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what I'm trying to say is that, like, and I, I said this on Twitter, is, like, she wrote a beautiful story and she shouldn't apologize for any of it because at the end of the day, like, it kind of cheapens what she, it, it doesn't let you like enjoy the the full story when you start to like I mean and we're doing the super close read right and we're talking about like the chapters like individually but like we always bring in the full the, I, I like to think that we always talk about it in the wider context of the full story and so when you like are just focusing on the battle of Hogwarts you lose that context of the full story and I think that is kind of like the problem is that J.K. Rowling has lost the context the full totality of Snape 
somewhere in between writing this book and where we are now. And I think a part of that is going back and saying like, oh, it's the anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts. Let me run down the list of people who died and apologize for one of them. You know what I mean? Because of that one, it's like this list of these names in this one period of time. Um, And so I think it would be better. And I propose that as members of the of wizard team we just start to talk about it as the wizarding world remembrance wizarding war remembrance day or something yeah okay johnny depp is an asshole cool um harry potter and the cursed <laughs> child is gonna open I was waiting for you to, like add on and just does it need uh, more say? exploration? Like, do we need to explain? It, it needs this one. It needs one final thing. Johnny Depp is an asshole, and the fact that at peak asshole, he got cast to be a part, and he's forever now tied to the Wizarding World, is disgusting and pisses me off, and I'm upset about it. Okay, cool. so Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is going to open in New York on April twenty second of 2018 so go get your tickets also shout out to eliana know what you think we can we no longer have to keep the secrets because i think that our last team member has now ingested the book and we did all of that keeping the secrets for her to go to the first half and then just be like nah man She, she, the message she sent us was the emoji, the side eye emoji. That was it. The the subject was was Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and then it was a side eye emoji. And I was like, girl, yeah. And we were like, let's talk about it. And then she replied back, well, I have only finished the first half, and I don't think I'm going back for the second. And I'm like, but you flew to London. I mean, she went for other stuff too. She did. And she got, but also, like, she got to, like, get a tour of the stage and stuff. So well, I was that like, cool. you got That, no, yeah. She, and she, I mean, like, we We're talked gonna about, We're going to have to like, talk to her and, and the be thing, like, hey, you, did you figure out how they're disappearing people and shit? Because I need to know. <laughs> I need answers. Right. Right. And what, if you guys can go back and listen to our bonus episode after we went to uh, the play. And the staging and the acting is great. Um, she saw different actors. But, like, she did mention that she enjoyed that part. But, like, again, the story is a story, and the story is trash. So... But if you're going to go see it in New York, um, like, if, go for the acting. You should go and, see it. And for, like, the, yes, the for production the of it. Because the production is freaking amazing. And I'm still trying to figure yeah. out what was going on. My only explanation is, like, the real, like, all the actors are real wizards. Which I think is a pretty... No, there's... there's, there's trap doors in the bottom of the or all throughout the floor or or magic real magic magic or that or yeah. magic um or that. also i still Pottermore think yeah I, but yeah you should still if you can um do not put yourself in debt to go see it if you can go see it go see it yeah um so pottermore is launching the wizarding world book club um 
I believe in June. So it's like they're gonna be they're like you can read the books together and then talk about them online. Um which is cool. It's something they probably should have done like a while ago. So But also it's something that we've been doing. Yeah, but I think, you know, it's it's one of those things so where it's just their it's their branded way now. It's yeah, now it's like their branded the way. I'm curious to see, like, I probably won't be a part of the book club, right? Like I probably like check in or whatever and see what's up, but I'm interested to see like how they play it in terms of like is there new information they're gonna give people in the book club is there like like other questions or like are there are we like, gonna get the encyclopedia like there's a lot of really interesting things they could do with the book club that like other things like we couldn't do right because they right. actually like own or are a part of the entity that owns and let's say hire us so I think it could be like really interesting so I hope that it is or they could hire us Pottermore and then mm, when people get the points read those in the book on the link that you sent because people don't really think to no. like looking at I don't Yeah, I know. <sighs> I know. I know. It really broke my heart. But Yikes. If they hired us and we got sign off, we could write the stories that answer the questions that need answering. Those if we get past world building. LeakyCon. Do it. Deadlines for LeakyCon deadline. Is Monday. The deadline to submit panels is Monday, May 14th? 15th? 15th. 14th? 15th. 15th. Um, and you should submit panels. I mean, going to Dublin is, is a, if you're not there, it's not easy. Hence, all of the fundraising we're trying to do right now. Hashtag get us, get, get the black girls to Dublin. But you should. Submit a panel and come to Dublin and geek out with us and other, like, amazing members of the Harry Potter community who do amazing things. And, um, yeah, it's a great um, event. I went to LeakyCon LA, and I, I'm i so happy that I did. And, and y'all know I'm who's going to be there this the time, though? To get there to Dublin. But you know who's going to be, be there, there this time? time, though? Who? Alfred Tell us. Enoch. But, like... And... You can say hi. But you don't care. Just, you just, just also be cool and like there are other personal people that space are gonna be there, but and you know what I'm saying. Alfred Enoch. Just be cool. But who else though? Is Luna gonna be there? That's I true. Think she is. Ivana Lynch is gonna be there. I think she will be um, there. Uh, what's her name who plays Cho Chang? I can't think of her name right now, but she's gonna be there. Dude who yeah, plays Blaze gonna be Beanie's there. gonna be there. Like Hell, people are going to be there. So if and, you can, and if you also, have the means. Yeah, come. And beyond those people who are great, and we know how Bayana feels about Alfred Enoch, um, there are just going to be a lot of other Potterheads exactly. there That's who true. you can meet and talk to and, and talk deeply about half-giants and blood, flesh, bone. Not semen. What? But <laughs> what? Sorry, there was when I did I did we did the cursed child panel and I was like the spell was flesh, blood, and bone. It wasn't flesh, blood, bone, and semen. How is he gonna have a child? <laughs> oh god. He's a magical body. Oh god. As soon as at the you end said of this that and they book let that we you are reading right now. Mind. Whatever. They okay. let me keep going. That's interesting. Also, um, shout out to Maggie Maggie Brevig at Muggle Brevig, who's also I don't I wonder if they went to the same showing, but she was also in London watching The Cursed Child, and she, the reason why I said that is because she reminded me because she was like, 
Watching Curse Child, hashtag flush blood bone, not semen, at Robin. Ray McCloud, I was like, I didn't say that. I did. It's the thing that came out of my mouth. But it's not untrue. Where's the lie? There's no lie. Where's the lie? Okay, cool. Let's move on. Happy birthday to Alonzo Mejia. He, um, or, he's a magical birthday. Sorry. Okay, that's not a I, I like, put him in the wrong spot. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's my best friend from college. That's it. Also, and Eliana's birthday was last Sunday, and she just didn't tell nobody, so we didn't shout her out last week. Right. But that's why but she happy was Happy belated birthday to Eliana. Doing the most. Living her best life. And possibly going to do a screening of Hermione Granger and the Quarter Life Crisis in London. Look at the team flourishing worldwide. We taking over. We the best. International. <laughs> <laughs> um, also Scripture. next monday is professor sprout's birthday so shout out to the head of hufflepuff house um and i hope she's actually and retired and chilling teacher. and letting neville do the job you know what i'm saying like she don't have to do that no more yep and she's a like shout out to just doing your job well being a competent teacher just yeah like, that's okay let's dive into this chapter yeah yeah, the dream. Um, <laughs> the dream. Sorry, for some reason Ooh. that previously, Never mind. previously on Wizard Team. Do you want to do it or should oh. I do it? I can do it. Um, so previously on Wizard Team, Harry, um, and the rest of the Triwizard Tournament champions found out about the third task. They um, then Harry and Crumb went to go have a heart-to-heart about the state the state of Hermione's heart. A heart-to-heart about the state of Hermione's heart. Um, in which case, they found Barty Crouch Sr., who came um, rambling up the grounds at Hogs- Hogwarts and mumbling some nonsense. Harry ran to go get Dumbledore as he was, as he was requested to. No, no. That's not how English works. Um, Harry ran to go get Dumbledore to help Barty Crouch Sr. Um, Snape, being a Snape-ass motherfucker, held him up. And by the time they got back, Crumb was knocked out. Crouch had disappeared. And Professor Moody was conveniently there. Mm -hmm. Convenient. Um, And then Karkaroff started screaming about collusion and clutching his furs and spitting at Dumbledore's feet. Hagrid gave him the business and then walked Harry back to the to the dorm so that he could spill the tea to Ron and Hermione. That's what happened, y'all. Bam. Chapter 29, Bam. The Dream. Um, also, sorry, The Dream reminds me of the singer oh, wait, 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 slash wait. songwriter, wait. The Dream. And wait. That's also nice. What? Wait. Uh, nearly Hello Snake still hasn't joined the Hello Five. You're right. You're right. And Jenny is summer eating porridge. Mm-hmm. I would like to request, I don't know if you know any songs by The Dream, but I would like to request that we insert The Dream song here. And then we move on. The Dream. Okay. I can Google that. Yeah, please do. Wait, is it a person? Is it a group? Person. It's a person. Mm-hmm. He's mostly a songwriter, but yeah. He. All right, then. Look at that. He's written, for, well he's written songs for Beyonce. Like, he's a big deal. Ooh. 
fancy. I mean, he also has like his own music too that I used to really fucks with in middle school. I'm sure he does. Let's move on. Um, it comes down to this: that <laughs> rubbing her forehead. Um, either Mr. Crouch attacked Victor or somebody else attacked both of them when Victor wasn't looking. It must have been Crouch, said Ron. That's why he was gone when Harry and Dumbledore got there. He'd done a runner. I don't think so, said Harry. He seemed really weak. I don't reckon he was up to disapparating or anything. You can't disapparate on Hogwarts grounds. Haven't I told you enough times, said Hermione. Okay, how is I this just, for I just theory? picture... Oh, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, I just picture Hermione just like that like the most exaggerated eye rolls at this point because it's now been four years and numerous times of her being like but you can't but that's that's not how none of this works y'all are you just not going to read hogwarts history she said it a bunch of times in this yeah in this book yeah <laughs> at least five yeah, times. at least and then it's like not only are have you are you not going to read hogwarts history but it's just like oh so y'all just don't listen to me y'all just in one ear out the other okay mm-hmm. okay Okay. Um, yeah. Um, how's this okay, for a said Ron excitedly. Crumb. Go ahead. <laughs> Crumb attacked Crouch. No, wait. No, wait for it. Wait for it. Then he stunned himself. Ron. And Mr. Crouch evaporated, did he? Said Hermione coldly. Coldly. Like, he, want, he, he wanted to be Crumb so bad. <laughs> Like, Ron, chill. Like, really. There's no way Crumb did that. And then, obviously, he wants to do it because... He wants it to be that way because then he can step in and be like, See, remind me, I told you that guy was bad news. And nobody asked you, Ron. No one. Also, kind of love that, like, Hermione is... This... Okay. So, I kind of got into it not into it but i we were having a conversation with eliana and she was like you cannot convince me that hermione was into crumb uh because i wanted crumb to show up in hermione granger in the quarter life crisis um and then this chapter in the reread i was like yeah because she is not she's just like trying to solve this mystery she's not asking is crumb okay like what was he what was he like is you know should i go i should go and you know hold it down with my boo like she's just like let's get to the bottom of this shall we where did crouch go so yeah um so they her, harry ron and hermione went uh left their dormitory very early and hurried to the owlery to send a note to sirius aka snuffles um now they were standing looking out over the misty grounds um, just go through it again, Harry, said Hermione. What did Mr. Crouch actually say? I've told you he wasn't making any sense. He said he wanted to warn Dumbledore about something. He definitely mis- mentioned Bertha Jorkins, and he seemed to think he was she was dead. He kept saying stuff was his fault. He mentioned his son. Well, that was his fault, said Hermione testily. He was out of his mind. Half the time he seemed to think his wife and son were still alive, and he kept talking to Percy about work and giving him instru- instructions. And... Remind me what he said about you-know-who, said Ron. I've told you, he said he's getting stronger. Um, There was a pause, and then Ron said in a falsely confident voice, but he was just out of your mind, like he said. So half of it was probably just raving. He was saying this when he was trying to talk about Voldemort, said Harry. Um, He was having real trouble screenshots. And Ron winced. Right, because he's still... Sorry, I just wanted to put in there that... Come on, mouth. Ron winced at the name of Voldemort and was also like tentative talking about like so what did he say about 
that dude, that mass murderer, that guy that killed my uncles that one time. So, right. Um, again, back to Harry is not bothered by Voldemort, and yet Ron, who also wasn't really around when during Voldemort's reign, is very much bothered by him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was having real trouble stringing two words together, and that was when he seemed to know where he was and know where he, what he wanted to do. He just kept saying he needed to see Dumbledore. Um, if Snape hadn't held me up, said Harry bitterly, we might have got there in time. The headmaster is busy, Potter. What's this rubbish, Potter? Why couldn't he have just gotten out of the way? Maybe he didn't want you to get there, said Ron quickly. Maybe. Hang on. How fast do you reckon he could have gotten down to the forest? Do you reckon he could have beaten you and Dumbledore there? Which is funny because it's like, it's not that deep, but it's also not a reach. Like, that's a logical conclusion. It totally is. Right. And he can actually fly. They don't know that yet, but he can do broomless flight like Voldemort. The, the, like insistence on Snape being somehow involved just makes me upset again because of the apology thing. Like, he's so terrible that they are, like, twisting themselves in circles trying to, like, explain his actions, Mm -hmm. which logically would be like, yeah, he's obviously trying to, like, stop you from helping Crouch, right? Because why else would he do it? And it's like, no, the real reason is he's just a petty-ass motherfucker. Like... That's the only end of story, mm-hmm. right? But you, you like you're trying to do logical loops, like leaps to like why he would why he would behave this way because no sane, decent person right. would behave Hears that way. Hears that Barty Crouch is in the forest acting strange, and then is like, "Nah, you can't see the headmaster." Asking for Dumbledore after he's been missing I'm for just, months. I don't understand. I'm very confused. Face emoji. So not unless he could turn himself into a bat or something, said Harry. Wouldn't put it past him, Ron muttered. We need to see see Professor Moody. We need to find out if he found Mr. Crouch. If he had the Marauder's map on him, it would have been easy. Um, Unless Crouch was already outside the grounds, because it only shows up to the boundaries, doesn't it? Shh, said Hermione. Um, So two voices are approaching. That's blackmail, that is. We can get into a lot of trouble for that. We've tried being polite. It's time to play dirty like him. He wouldn't like the Ministry of Magic knowing what he did. I'm telling you, if you put that in writing, it's blackmail. Yeah, and you won't be complaining if we got a f- nice fat payoff, will you? And so it's Fred and George. And they are right. plotting on a mission on how to get their money back. Which I, is th- real. I think that it's really convenient. I mean, this whole book, plot, plot plot but the the fact that fred and george show up like this early in the morning and we're gonna see the whole like what are you doing here mm-hmm. what are you doing here type of like uh comic relief it just i just don't like overly convenient coincidences it just bothers it just this is overly convenient mm. to you yeah how in what way the three of them are up in the allery and then fred and george show up and it's early in the morning and they have something that they don't want to like talk about publicly and, Ron, and Fred and George have something that they don't really want to talk about publicly. So they're both being cagey. Um, it's just like it's a way to shoehorn in like another kind of mystery. But we know as readers that Fred and George have nothing to do with this. Like they are not you know, whatever, whatever. I don't think we do know that up. if this is our first time reading it, though. Really? But I also think that, like... I felt like I never suspected them 
But I also think that, like... Anything but troublemakers. They mention it, like, Ron, like... So, basically, what happens in this page is, like, Fred, they are trying to figure out what each other is doing, and then um, Fred and George kind of, like, get try to, like, push Ron away because they're like, dude, it's not your business. But then Hermione whispers, you don't think they know something about all this, do you? About Crouch and everything? Which, I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe maybe not specifically about Crouch or whatever, but, like, they could know something. Also, even if they don't, like, they're still up to something, right? Like, regardless, whether it's, like, it's. A, I think it would have been more convenient if they had been doing something connected to the actual, like, main plot, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if it had been, like, yeah, now they're sending a letter so, yeah. to such and such to figure out where Crouch is, then I think that would have been, like, really? But it's, like, totally separate. I don't, I never really thought of it as being like convenient i guess yeah i guess just to me it's like she does these things right like a couple of chapters ago when snape is bringing up polyjuice potion right and it call, it's a callback and she's trying to like get you to think about get you thinking of that someone isn't like polyjuice potion is being used now but like also confusing you into like maybe tricking you into thinking that he is talking about two years ago and i feel like it's one of those things where she's trying to like deceive you into like suspecting someone else and it to me it just doesn't work because i'm never suspecting the twins of anything beyond like mischief making generally harmless they're like haggard to me like generally harmless but not I, he would not be the the bad guy, right? Like, at the most, they are doing something on, like, if they were involved in the main plot, it's completely by accident. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, in my reread, I was just like, why? Why is this scene? But, mm. Okay. okay, so the Allery cool. Bank so, open. What are you doing here? Oh, I skipped Ron and all Fred that. said at the same time. Oh, I wanted to do that part because I think that part is the comedic comic release part. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I just, yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. What are you doing here? Ron and Fred said. Sending a letter, Harry and George said. What at this time? Said Hermione and Fred. And then Fred grinned. I loved it. They're all say, saying the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's move on. So um, you don't think they know something about all this, do you? Hermione whispered about Crouch and everything. No, said Harry. If it was something serious, they'd tell someone. They'd tell Dumbledore. Um, Ron looked uncomfortable. What's the matter? Well, I don't know if they would. They're they're obsessed with making money lately. I noticed it when I was hanging around them. When you know, we weren't talking. <laughs> Harry finished the sentence for him. Yeah, but blackmail. <laughs> It's this joke shop idea they've got. I thought they were only saying it to annoy Mum, but they really mean it, and they want to start one. They've only got a year left in Hogwarts. They keep going on about how it's time to think about their future, and Dad can't help them, and they need gold to get started. Yes, but they wouldn't do anything against the law to get gold, said Hermione. Wouldn't they? I don't know. They don't exactly mind breaking the rules, do they, said Ron. Yes, but this is the law, said Hermione. This isn't some silly school rule. They'll get in a lot more detention. They'll get a lot more than detention for blackmail. Ron, maybe you'd better tell Percy. Are you mad? Tell Percy. He'd probably do a crouch and turn them in. Come on, let's get breakfast. Which is not really like a far off cry from the truth about Percy. It's unfortunate. Yeah, but I also kind of love positioning here of Hermione being worried about like them getting in trouble. And you can see in Hermione's brain, thinking back to Prisoner of Azkaban, like once you hit a certain threshold of like trouble, like then it's justified to like tell someone, right? And that's out of like love and care. The same thing with like Harry's broom um, that she thought 
I mean, it was sent by Sirius, but, you know, she thought it was, like, sent by notorious mass murderer Sirius Black and not snuffle Sirius Black. And then Ron, whose default is, like, don't be a snitch, be cool, like, don't don't rock the boat in a way that will make the cool kid not like right because mm-hmm. he's still very much like he very much prefers the approval of the twins and the approval of Percy and he doesn't at all like even earlier when the the twins accuse him of like oh keep going this way and you'll be a prefect he's like offended by that because he wants to be cool like the twins so it's funny how they're loyal like how they perform loyalty right like Hermione performs loyalty by making sure that you're in the best position and you remain safe and Ron performs loyalty by like being on your side 100% and letting you do whatever it is that you're gonna do right no yes yeah do you understand that okay (laughs) Um, I also want to bring up Amani pointing out the fact that, like, Ron is accusing Fred and George of being obsessed with money. Meanwhile, he's always meanwhile about not having money. So, oh, my God, that uh, we haven't had a we haven't had a Hamilton reference in a while. Meanwhile, Madison is grappling with the fact Um, that not everything can be settled by committee. Okay, so do you think it's too early to go see Professor Moody? Hermione said, yeah, he'd probably blast us through the door if we wake him at the crack of dawn so instead they wait until their break so they go through history of magic where even hermione wasn't taking her usual notes but was sitting with her head on her hand gazing at professor Benz with her eyes out of focus and then they got to the defense against the dark arts and or no then they went to the dark arts classroom and found professor moody and then they ask whether or not they found mr crouch or he'd found mr crouch no said moody did you use the map of course took a leaf out of your book potter summoned it from my office um into the forest he wasn't anywhere on there lies deceit falsehoods untruths pods wallop a balderdash load of old tosh load of old tosh i totally forgot that he turned him he transfigured him because I, I was like expecting him to be like oh yeah i found his dead body and then i was like boy where'd he go and then i remembered like the whole story that comes out in the villain explaining chapter, but I was like, "What do you mean you didn't find him? You found him. They killed him." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, he he hit him. He hit his body, which is also weird. Can you just transfigure something like that forever?" We don't have time for these questions, but I have questions. <laughs> I mean, even if you couldn't, I don't think it matters it would never um, like you would just like hide bodies by making turning them into bones or whatever but what i'm saying is Ooh, like it doesn't matter because he buried him and so even if it, the magic does wear off like he's still buried and dead so he buried yeah but what if fluffy found the bone and ate it and then found out the bone he was eating was it i guess fluffy wouldn't care because I, w- I would hope that zelda would be disgusted if she found out she ate a let's move on i've i've freaked myself out <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've made this whole new story in my head and I've scared myself. Okay. You know the whole thing about like if you die alone and cats eat your face? Like that's oh, what I'm I've thinking about right now. That, but that's terrifying. Yeah, if you're like a cat lady Yeesh. and you die. Like that's the whole thing about don't being a cat lady. Because if you die and you're left alone in your apartment and no one like comes looking for you. Like and then after a while cats get hungry. They'll eat your face. Oh my. You not heard about this, Bayana? No. I'm really glad yeah. that I don't really don't have, have a pets. like that's why you that's why you can't have a cat and be a hermit or be like a spinster. I'd be a rabbit lady. When you rabbits are cute 
And they're vegetarians. Okay. So. But they still might eat your face if push comes to shove. Maybe. But also they'd be in a cage, so they would just die too. Aw, that's sad. Uh, okay, let's move on because I'm in my head now and I got to get out. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be so, in here anymore. It's um, scary in here. So he did disapparate, said Ron. You can't disapparate on the grounds, Ron, said Hermione. There are other ways he could have disappeared, aren't there, Professor? Um, Moody's magical eye quivered as it rested on Hermione. You're another one who might think about a career as an R, he told her. Mine works the right way. Hermione flushed pink with pleasure. Granger's like, I want to do some good in the world. <laughs> um, well, he wasn't invincible, said Hermione. Careful. Said Harry, sorry. The map shows, in- or sorry, invisible, not invincible. Words mean things. The map shows invisible She's people. invincible. Why are you feeling me? I can do anything. I thought that was unbreakable. Even when I beg and plead. That one is unbreakable, isn't it? Or no? Maybe not. I don't know. I haven't heard that album in a long time. I know I'm about to go listen to that album after this. Anyway, I would just like to PSA. Don't listen to Off the Wall and then go to Invincible. It's really like it's a little jarring. It's kind of creepy a little bit. It's it's a really? strange place to be in. Yeah, my music was on shuffle, and I was listening to, I think, uh, which, maybe Rock With You, and then it mm-hmm. went into and then it went into Unbreakable, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> How did we get he, here? Really, it was yeah, a strange a whole, place to be in, in my head. I wasn't ready, unless you're, like, prepared of, for it. Yeah, it's just a really yeah. big leap in music and the like you, just, of, you have to of, be in that space i wasn't in the space for it and i was like oh shit where am i, I was mm-hmm. like the mr crabs meme <laughs> it's like oh no yeah what happened yeah yeah okay anyway <laughs> i was in a really dark place after mike died sorry and i listened to nothing but mike music like nonstop. i mean i did too like, for like two years but yeah yeah, but to the point, and I would just, like, cry to the point where, like, my parents were, like, you need to stop. <laughs> like, I was, like, in, like, a deep depression and, like, grieving process that, like, I feel like will only happen again when, like, someone in my immediate family passes, knock on wood. Um, because if you guys know me, Michael was my immediate, he was my best friend for most of my childhood. And I don't know why I brought this up, but, yeah, I would listen to, like, I would even listen to, like, things like Unbreakable and, like, just, like, straight dance music, and I would, like, sob. <laughs> just, like... And, like, people would be like, what is going on? And I would just be like... Eh. Yeah. I just literally, okay. junior and senior year of high school, <laughs> was all I listened to was Michael Jackson. People were like, oh, do you listen to other stuff? And I'm like, not really. I'm like, no. And is then she came to my music? house and made me watch This Is It. And I, I was like, no. I did do that. My parent, my no, dad and my, uh, my um, stepmom cosplayed when we went to go watch This Is It. So. I still have my tickets from the concert that never was. So you should keep those. Okay, move on. He wasn't invisible, said Harry. Um, the map shows invisible people. He must have left the grounds then. But under his own steam, said Hermione eagerly, or because someone made him. Yeah, someone could have could have pulled him in, onto a broom and flown off with him, couldn't they? Said Ron quickly, looking hopefully at Moody as if he too wanted to be told he had the makings of an R. Um, which is like... Ron! Chill, fam. It's not about you. Fam. A man is dead. I mean, you don't know the man is dead, but you know he's in trouble and missing. We can't, we can't roll out kidnap, growled Moody. So, said Ron. Do you reckon he's somewhere in Hogsmeade? Could be anywhere. Only thing we know for sure is he's not here. Dude is being so vague because he knows, like, that <laughs> he 
he's the person who killed killed him. Right. And fuck, fuck Barty Crouch Jr. He's the worst. Right? He killed his own daddy, though. And I mean, his daddy ain't shit. But you killed your own daddy, though? That's a lot. Um, and then just, like, lying about it. I mean, I guess that's, like, the point that, like, he has to because I mean, he's to. evil and he's a Nazi and shit. So, like, this isn't the worst and, thing he's I done. I mean, if you murder someone, it's but, not like you go around being like, hey, guess what I did yesterday, y'all? Um, it's another part of murder is the lying. It's kind of, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so he yawned widely that. and then said, now Dumbledore's told me you three fancy yourselves as investigators, which is an understatement. But I appreciate the politeness in this statement. But there's nothing you can do for Crouch. The Ministry will be looking for him now. Dumbledore's notified them. Potter, you just keep your mind on the third task. What, said Harry? Oh, yeah. He completely forgot about the third task because, you know. Also, um, I really love the, like, moody yawn because I feel like this is, like, one of those really polite get the hell out of, you know, when, like, someone's over too long and you just want to be alone? Mm -hmm. Or, like, you're on the phone and you want the phone called in and you just... Oh, time to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over this conversation. Yeah. yeah. And Harry, constant vigilance, this ain't it. No, it's really not. How are you going to? What's really great, right, is that, like, this teacher has been telling you constant vigilance for, like, a year now, and he's the one, and you're still not being constantly vigilant around him. Because you should be vigilant around him. He's been warning you this entire time. It's one big clue. Right. He's like, hey, look, I'm a murderer. And Harry's like, what? But what Have if they're using Russia to hide the yet? fact that Trump is a Dalek? What? Oh, I'm in the wrong chat. Girl. I'm so confused. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> okay. So, um... Okay, should be right up your street, this one said Moody. From what Dumbledore said, you've managed to get through stuff like this plenty of times. Broke your way through a series of obstacles guarding the Sorcerer's Stone in your first year, didn't you? We helped, Ron said quickly. Me and Hermione helped. Which is true, but also chill. Calm down. Chill. Chill. Like, so what's really- also great is like if you put Ron in Harry's shoes, like when um, Crumb was like, I saw you fly, you did really well. Like Ron would not have been as quick and and smooth as Harry was. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't have the range. He doesn't have it. That is, Ron Weasley doesn't have the range. He, mm -mm. Yeah. Poor guy. It's unfortunate. Moody Grin will help him practice for this one, and I'll be very surprised if he doesn't win. In the meantime, constant vigilance, Potter. Constant vigilance. Stay woke. Constant vigilance, Potter. They're going to find you and catch you sleeping. They woke. Don't you close your eyes. All right. You two stick close to Potter. I'm keeping an eye on things, but all the same, you can never have too many eyes out. Aha. Uh-huh, did you get that? That was a, because, you know, his eyes magical. He's got too many eyes. You got eyes and the eyes, the eyes. You get it? Y'all get it? I don't think y'all got it. Let me explain it again. Okay. So he's saying. You didn't okay. have to. You don't have to repeat. It's fine. We got it. Um, so... Oh, MJ emoji. That moves. Did it move? No. Um, okay, so. No. Okay. They get a new, um, oh, wait. So Hermione gets a copy of the Daily Prophet and finds out that Rita hasn't gotten a wind of Crouch yet. Um, but then they also got a letter from Sirius. And I'm going to 
do my best me voice because I'm not Connie and I don't have a British accent. Um, Harry, what do you think you're playing at walking off into the forest with Victor Crumb? I want you to swear by Return Owl that you're not going to go walking with anyone else at night. There's somebody highly dangerous at Hogwarts. It is clear to me they want to stop Crouch. They wanted to stop Crouch from seeing Dumbledore, and you were probably feet away from them in the dark. You could have been killed. Your name didn't get in the Goblet of Fire by accident. If someone's trying to attack you, they're on their last chance. Stay close to Ron and Hermione. Do not leave Gryffindor Tower after hours and arm yourself for the third task. Practice stunning and disarming. A few hexes wouldn't go amiss either. There's nothing you can do, you can do about Crouch. Keep your head down and look after yourself. I'm waiting for your letter giving me your word you won't stray out of bounds again. Serious. Look at serious parenting. Once again, stay well. Seriously. <laughs> Death Eater's creeping. Yeah. Um, who's he to lecture me about being out of bounds, said Harry in mild indignation as he folded up Sirius' letter. After all the stuff he did at school. So, Harry, I sir. thought for sure he would have been like, because he's on the run, out of bounds, because he's currently hiding in a cave. Right. But No, instead, all the stuff he did at also, school. You know, when Sirius was 14 years old, there wasn't a... Nobody was trying to kill him. Nobody was trying to kill him. There wasn't a... Uh, I mean, there was a wizard Nazi, but he wasn't specifically after him. And so he got to do whatever the fuck he, he wanted the cho- because he was a teenager. Sirius wasn't chosen for who nothing. He wasn't also the chosen except, one. Except detention. That's all he was chosen for. Right. So he could do whatever he wanted. You can't. As he said, you cannot. there's someone highly dangerous at Hogwarts and they're trying to kill you. Also, this entire letter and what you get out of that is indignation about being told to stay woke. Not like my godfather really loves me and cares about my well-being and the fact and like wants me to stay alive. Or even like, you know what? This is kind of reminiscent of that time last year when Remus tore me a new one about, you know, just doing whatever the hell I want to while people are risking their lives to save me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should resort out my priorities. Maybe I should. Nope. 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 I'm going to get mad about him telling me to stay indoors. Right. He's just worried about you, said Hermione. Just like Moody and Hagrid, listen to them. No one's tried to attack me all year, said Harry. No one's done anything to me at all, except put your name in the Goblet of Fire, said Hermione, which is like... Thank you. I'm Boom. so. What would anyone and do without Hermione Granger? The mic. And then she just dropped. Except I don't need. We don't need the rest of the sentence. We don't need her to go around explaining anything else. She said, "Except put your name in the Goblet of Fire." And there's not a comma there. There's a period. If you go to page 573, <laughs> she said, "Except put your name in the Goblet of Fire." And that's period. the end of the book. And he was like, he "You him, right?" And gave then him that a side eye, walked out, and then all was well. Yep. <laughs> Harry minded his own business, kept his head down. All was well. So thank you guys for joining us on Wither Team. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, said Harry impatiently, let's say Sirius is right and someone stunned Crumb and kidnapped Crouch. Well, they would have been in the trees near us, but they waited till I was out of the way until they acted, didn't they? So it doesn't look like I'm their target, does it? Why is this the hill that you're going to die on? I Um, just don't. Yeah. So Hermione they says, couldn't have made it look like an accident if they murdered you in the forest, but if you die during the task, they didn't care about attacking Crumb, did they? Is Crumb the chosen one? Why are we talking about Crumb? That is, that is the thing. Fam. Is 
You are. It's Crumb an orphan. And like, okay. Who has to go live Granted, with he doesn't know about the prophecy yet, but he's been having visions. And Voldemort's been talking about killing him since freaking Harry like Potter. July. You know he's getting stronger. You know he's talking about killing you. That's the whole plot is to kill her. You know this shit because you saw the guy. You you saw the vision at chapter one. Harry ain't no Ravenclaw. It, we don't have to do that sorting over. I'm he not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> like I just, just I don't understand. They could have made it look like Crumb and I had a duel or something. Is Harry, are you even, is any of this the point? Is, I feel like you think this is the point, but none of this is the point. I feel like the point is if, if you've missed it, is what I'm trying to say. You've missed the point. Harry, I don't understand it either, said Hermione desperately. She's now desperately pleading with her friend to save his own life. She is, she is pleading. I don't understand it either. But please, God, just be safe. Just constant vigilance. Just be woke. I know there's a lot of odd things going on, and I don't like it. Moody's right. Sirius is right. And you've got to get training for that third task straight away. And you make sure to write back to Sirius and promise him that you're not going to go sneaking off alone again. Just yeah. and then next um, sentence. Hogwarts so, grounds never looked more inviting than when Harry had to stay indoors. Bitch, if you don't get, <laughs> it hasn't stuck in his head that it's real and it won't until he touches the the Triwizard Cup. That ends he's up so slow. Him. This whole Spoilers. thing, this whole chapter is give me my wand, Tom. Yeah, but it's like more selfish though, right? Like his whole right. thing is like he. He's like, I should right. be able to do all these other things. It's less like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's He's blinded by his wish that he could do other things. And like, he's not taking the situation as seriously as he should, as he should. Also, um, it's kind of this weird thing with Harry that he really, really wants to be normal and do everything that everyone else does. But he also doesn't know how to mind his own business. So everyone else, other students, yeah, they're outside, but they're not outside creeping around, listening to people's conversations and trying to figure out some mystery. They're outside Mm -hmm. doing their homework, playing Quidditch, like playing fizzing Whisbees or or exploding snap and kicking it and minding their own goddamn business. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't. You You just can't. Choose one. Um, okay, so Ron and uh, Hermione are helping Harry learn new spells and um, charms and stuff for the third task. So yeah. they do the stunning spell, um, and Ron suggests kidnapping Mrs. Norris to do it because he's hurt. tired of being stunned. Which or, he says, or Dobby, because I bet he'd do anything to help you, um, which is a no. It's a no from me, dog. It's a no from me, dog. <laughs> You keep missing the cushion, said Hermione, rearranging the pile of cushions they had used for Bacchio, which Flitwick had left in the cabinet. Just try and fall backwards. <laughs> Once you're stunned, you can't aim too well, Hermione. By the way, page 574, it does say Bacchio. Yeah, it says... Check it out. Rearranging the pile of cushions that they used for Bacchio. When for they Bacchio, Bacchio, yes. Yeah. Um, so Harry, I think you've got it now, said Hermione once Ron was like, hey, why don't you, why don't you put up or shut up? Um, 
we don't have to worry about disarming because you've been able to do that. He's been able to do that for ages. Like, he's not in the room. I love when people talk about people like they're not standing right there. I think we ought to start on some of those hexes this evening. I like the look of this one, the impediment curse. Isn't that um, what she uses when they fall? No. In the, when they break into the, that's only in the movie? That, no, that's, that's um, a different. Immorbulous, I think. Or no, no, no. No, when they're, no, no, no. Um, when they're falling in the, in the, in Green Gods, right? Yeah. That is the impediment because it just slows them down and then they, they're able no, to. No, that's like, not, but that's not the one she used. Okay. She um, said it was a different spell because the impediment curse spell is impedimenta or something. Because, yeah. Okay. Um, like I think she uses, uh, oh, shoot. It's like in the, um, Arresto Momentum. That's what it Arresto is. Arresto Momentum. And that's one that they made up in the movies. Yeah. Okay. Because it seems like an impediment curse would have slowed down. Anything it probably else. would have. It would have worked. Um, anyway, so um, we'll start with that one. The bell rang and they uh, slipped out of the classroom. And Hermione said, see you at dinner as she went to arithmancy because she don't take divination no more. Um, and Harry and Ron mm-hmm. went up to the North Tower. It's going to be boiling in Trelawney's room. She never puts out that fire, said Ron. And he was quite, quite right. The dimly lit room was sweltering hot. The fumes of the perfume fire were heavier than ever. Harry's head swam as he made his way to one of the curtain windows. And Trelawney, while Trelawney was looking the other way, he opened it an inch or so, settled back in his chintz armchair so that a soft breeze played across his face. It was extremely comfortable. I have had these days when you are like, well, what I'm going to do now (laughs) is take a nap. (laughs) Is take, is get myself in the right position where the only logical conclusion is taking a nap. I once did that during take your parents to school day. It's like take your daughter to work day, but your parents go to school with you. Mm. You guys didn't have that? You have that where your parents like go to class with you and everything? No? Nope. Well, we had that. We had a, cl- we had a test in economics or some class. I finished the test. I put my head down and went to sleep. My mom smacked me. And I was like, what's going on? What's happening? She was like, why? You can't sleep in class. And I was like, well, there was a, there's a test. I finished the test because I'm quite bright. I'm quite clever. All these other dumb students, they still taking the test. So I'm going to take a nap. And then we stared at each other, sat at each other in confusion for a little bit. But yeah, a little peek into my My dears, my said Pref- Professor Trelawney, we've almost finished our work on planetary divination. Today, however, will be an excellent opportunity to examine the effects of Mars, for he is placed most interestingly in, at the present time. If you all look this way, I will dim the lights. Um, so she um, turns off the lights and a miniature model of the solar system contained within a glass dome um, was there. And so Harry is getting drowsy, basically. He's about to fall asleep. You know, He's he going to sleep. Doesn't stand a chance. Perfect conditions for a nap. Like, Another thing. My entire, like, I went, to, I went to an out-of-state school, so tuition wasn't cheap. And I took intro to psychology, and I slept Every, the whole point of that lecture was for me to have a nap. It was just like the teacher's voice, the professor's voice was just one of those like low, droll, like, I don't remember nothing from that entire, that was the most expensive nap time. Sometimes it happens, like the conditions are right. 
Everything is lined. The planets have aligned for Harry to take this nap. <laughs> um, so Harry could hear an insect. Aha. Uh oh. Um, humming gently somewhere behind the curtain and his eyelids began to droop. Um, he was riding on the back of an eagle owl, soaring through the clear blue sky toward an old ivy-covered house set high on a hillside. Um, and so basically he's like on this owl's back and then he leaves the owl's back, still watching, um, where he sees two dark shapes on the floor beside the chair. Before, uh, both of them were staring. One would you, one, wow, I can't talk. That's weird. One was a huge snake. The other was a man, a short, balding man, a man with watery eyes and a pointed nose. He was wheezing and sobbing on the hearth rug. Ugh. You're in luck, Wormtail. Um, you are very fortunate indeed. Your blunder has not ruined everything. He is dead. My lord, gasped the man on the floor. My lord, I am, I am so pleased and so sorry. Nagini, said the cold voice, you are out of luck. I will not be feeding Wormtail to you after all. But never mind, never mind. There is still Harry Potter. Now, Wormtail... Perhaps one more little reminder why I will not tolerate another blunder from you. My lord, no, I beg you. Um, the tip of the wand emerged from around the back of the chair. It was pointed at Wormtail. Crucio said the cold voice. So I'm, I'm still not totally clear on like how Voldemort's body works and like what's happening. He's that little baby. Here. So you've but, like, got... He has motor skills and yeah. can like perform spells. And then my thing is, is like, is he a, is he like... Has he, has he, like, is he in a baby's body? Has he, like, taken over a baby's body? Is he just the Horcrux that we, like, you know, the one that we see on the platform in the King's Cross episode? I think like, he's that Horcrux. Chapter at the very end. Like, is he just the Horcrux? But then that thing had really weak, like, I mean, never mind. This is kind of but from that the movie, one was, but like. That one was dying, and this one is actually getting stronger. So this is his body, and then when they do the whole spell thing, it just it's just him, like growing at like an exponential rate or something that's that how i like is? to think of it i like to think of it as the horror crux is like magically putting like as he's getting stronger his body is like because remember um when in chamber of secrets when the diary is getting stronger and like the memories he was like solidifying mm-hmm. something like that but because he doesn't have like that memory body um it's just that weird babyish body i mean it's gonna it's like a little zygote human body i don't mm. know um but yeah the one from the movie gross uh and as it's getting stronger it's growing and like the magic is solidifying around him to like become a new body um yeah amani saying he thought he could only live for a few days or something with that weird body and so that's why he needed the spell um, yeah, but he's been, like, so, doing this for at least a year. But then, like, I'm also curious, like, what form did he take when he was in Albania? And, like, I don't know that it's necessarily, like, necessary to the plot, but I am very interested and yeah, a little I confused thought, like, about Yeah, I thought, like, when he was in Albania and stuff, it was, like, he was kind of... Again, I get this from the movie, but remember when um, Harry's in the forest and he, like, is, like, kind of the little ghosty spirit type of thing and flies through No, but him? he's quarrel in that one um right? no i thought that was just voldemort without quarrel like he had left quarrel to go drink some blood it doesn't fly through him does Maybe it it's quarrel i'm pretty i thought it was yeah, quarrel. It, and he just had like well, a hood on the, and you couldn't see him in the in the big scene after quarrel dies the spirit flies oh. through him so 
I thought I don't it was ever, quarrel. I, that happens in the, in the movie. Hood. I don't remember if it happens in the yeah, book. Yeah, I don't. I'm, it's again, it's like, but how I how I how I envision this through my lens of the movie is that mm-hmm. he is like a spirit, and then as he's growing stronger, he becomes that weird, and that's like he starts to get like you know some semblance of the body, but he has to continue to drink like Nagini's milk and and unicorn blood to like because that he's not strong enough to like and it's all magic just like time keeping him together um and then he once he does the spell he gets like restored to a a body that can like sustain a sustainable form Mm -hmm. but we don't know that's all conjecture yeah um (laughs) So, Wormtail screamed, screamed as though every nerve in his body were on fire. His screaming filled Harry's ears as the scar on his forehead seared with pain. He was yelling, too. Voldemort would hear him, would know he was there. Here's my thing. Harry. Uh Uh-huh. How does Voldemort... We talked about this a while ago. But how do you, like, crucio your followers and still have followers? Fear. I just don't. Like, what are they going to do? What's Wormtail going to do? But I just don't understand why, like, in this, like, even at the end when he comes back, like, why any of those Death Eaters showed up again. I mean, it's the same, like, question of, like, why. You're pretty terrifying. My lord. Yeah, but it's like the, so, it's a mix of fear. It's like I'm sure there are a lot of people who came with him and were like, "Oh yeah, you got the right idea." Like it's like the same reason people fo- follow mob leaders, right? Like they follow them and then they're like, "Oh shit, I'm caught. Don't too, cross I'm them. Too in. It's a wrap. Too deep in. Like yeah, oh I'm t- in too deep. Godfather, like, part what else two, you gonna do? Which like you were talking about Lion King two, Godfather Part two. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> Such a great movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Imani says because they'd rather be tortured than killed by him, actually tortured, and then killed by him. Yeah, I guess. I just, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I, can't I feel relate. like if, if I'm like, oh, there's this, like, politician. You should go see him speak. He's really good. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. And then I'm like, I'm going to go volunteer for his campaign. And then I get to the campaign office, and people are, oh, that's Godfather 3? Ouch, that hurts. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, if I go to the campaign office and people are like sitting around in the corner, scared, and like I hear screaming coming out of the corner office, I'm just like, I'm gonna go. And Man, I mean, even then, that might be too late. I guess. I just like, don't. I don't, and I, I again, I, I have a weird relationship with death, but like, just kill me. Just kill me. Let's end this. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good on this. Like, I'd rather just die than have be living in fear of being tortured all the time. Let's just end it That's quick. That's real. So Harry opened his eyes, and he was lying on the floor of Professor Trelawney's room with his hands covering his face. His scar was still burning so badly. You all right? Ron asked. Of course he isn't, said Professor Trelawney. What was it, Potter? A premonition? An apparition? What did you see? Nothing, Harry lied. You were clutching your scar. You were rolling on the floor, clutching your scar. Come now, Potter. I have experience in these matters. Harry looked up at her. I need to go to the hospital wing, I think. 
bad headache. My dear, you were undoubtedly stimulated by the extraordinary clairvoyant vibrations of my room. If you leave now, you may lose the opportunity to see further than you ever have. I don't want to see anything except a headache cure, said Harry. And so he stood up and he left the room. Trelawney has like zero chill, though. She's so excited. Like, dude, um, <laughs> he's doing a lot. Like, chill. He is screaming and clutching his excited. head. I just and you're think like, that, like, what's going on? Tell me the tea. Let's get into it. <laughs> it's like, girl, you don't. How are you really going to help him? And also, like, you think, think your room, this. like, he's going to lose it all when he leaves your room? Like, that's really, that's how, that's how that works, Trelawney? Really? No. Yeah. It's just a bad it's a bad idea. Um so um, Harry um finally does something that Sirius tells him to do. Yes. He goes straight to Dumbledore's office. Yeah. That's a first. Good job. Um okay. So um so yeah, there. so he goes straight Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to Okay, so yeah, he goes to Dumbledore's office, um, walks he's like so kind of caught up in his head that he walks past the stone gargoyle and then has to like double back. Um and then, and then he says lemon drop. Can I do it? Can I do it? Because he doesn't know it? any passwords. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay. Harry sits staring at it. Pear drop. Uh, licorice wand. Fizzing Wisby. Dribble's best blowing gum. Bertie bought every flavor beans. Oh, no, he doesn't like them, does he? Oh, just open, can't you? I really need to see him. It's urgent. The gargoyle remained immovable. Chocolate frog. Sugar quill. Cockroach cluster! The gargoyle sprang to life and jumped aside. <laughs> Cockroach cluster, he said amazed. I was only joking. I love Dumbledore. I love that, like, I love Dumbledore, and I also love the fact that, like, Harry literally just decides, like, I'm just throw out different candies and see which one <laughs> Which one works. Like, he didn't even think of other stuff. He could have been, like, Phoenix. Like, <laughs> right. like there's so many other things, right? Like, education. Or, like, Transfiguration. Hogwarts. And literally, Hogwarts, literally, but. my dude was like, okay, I'm gonna just go, th- go through a list of all the candies um, that I know. Right. And we gonna figure it out from there. And right. I love that about See? that Harry knows that about Dumbledore. And I love that that would be the thing that Dumbledore did for his password. Right, right. All around, I just am loving. I would have also tried knitting patterns as well. I think, but I don't know but. that he knows much about that, right? You know, no, like, but the cross I would have been like the, the, knitting, crochet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just yeah, like you said, like I love that it shows like kind of where their relationship is which is i don't think that ron would have gone down a list of candy right or um even hermione but and this is like really their their relationship only really gets like grows from here it's really sweet i love it and i also just love cockroach cluster <laughs> i know it's the only thing with the word cockroach in it that i'm like that gives me like warm fuzzy feelings inside I'm just like oh that's so cool i had a, I had a taco i never at comic-con a couple of years ago there's some movie coming out about bugs and they had like chefs making like bug stuff. And so I had a, like a, it wasn't a cockroach, but I think it was like a grasshopper taco or something. It wasn't bad. Was it good? It wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't mm. good, but it wasn't bad. That texture seems like it would be off. It was really crunchy and like stringy yeah. kind of, but like it was also Those a taco and they put a bunch of my stuff on it. So it more felt like you were eating a taco with something weird on top. As opposed to, like, mm. eating something weird. Does that make sense? With taco wrapped around it. Yeah. 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 Okay, so he goes up to the office and he hears voices. Dumbledore, I'm afraid I don't see the connection. 
don't see it at all. It was the voice of Cornelius Fudge. Ludo says Bertha is perfectly capable of getting herself lost. I agree we would have expected to find her by now, but all the same, we have no evidence of foul play, Dumbledore. None at all. As for her disappearance being linked with Barty Crouch, it's like, just because... It really, it's like he doesn't want to make that connection. Like, he doesn't want right. to make that leap. It, um, it, it harkens back to Ron in the beginning of the chapter. That's like, well, maybe it's not Voldemort. Right. Maybe he's not stronger. Um, right. With fear in his, in his voice. Um, and uh, what do you think happened to Barty Crouch, minister, said Moody's growling voice. I see two possibilities, Alistair. Either Crouch has finally cracked. More than likely, I'm sure you will agree, given his personal history lost his mind, and gone wandering off somewhere. He wandered extremely quickly, if that's the case, Cornelius, said Dumbledore calmly. Or else, well, well, I'll reserve judgment until after I've seen the place where he was found, but you say it was just past the Bobatton's carriage. Dumbledore, you know what that woman is. Just like, awesome. Awesome. Your ignorance is showing, Cor- Just go Corny. straight from, like, just being dumb to being bigoted. Great. Yep. Congratulations. I consider her to be a very able headmistress and an excellent dancer, said Dumbledore quietly. She, he's, dancer? Albus? Dancer? Okay. You saw him getting down at the Yule Ball? I know, but... They was cutting it up. Trying to... Millie rocking on every block. Trying to convince Cornelius Fudge not to be prejudiced. You're not going to talk about someone's dancing capabilities. You know what I mean? You can just be like, (laughs) very able educator. She's very smart. I don't, she's very gentle. Um, anyway, Dumbledore, come. Don't you think it, you might be prejudiced in her favor because of Hagrid? They don't all turn out harmless, if indeed you can call Hagrid harmless with that monster fixation he's got. I no more suspect Madame Maxime than Hagrid. I think it possible that it is you who are prejudiced, Cornelius. Y- yes, boom. in fact. Period. You Mike would be drop. correct in that assumption. All was well. Not in that founding all was well the end um can we wrap up this discussion grab moody yes let's go down to the grounds then no it's not that said moody it's just that potter wants a word with you dumbledore he's just outside the door well then bum 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 find out next (laughs) week on dragon ball z isn't that what you said no okay um you didn't do it in the right the right way but it's fine. I just wanted to do a callback, but I did it. I messed it up. Who's your MVP? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. And, I, and mostly because I feel like, mostly I feel like, um, cause like nothing really happened in this chapter. Like stuff happened, obviously, like the plot got moved along, shit went down, there was a dream and some shit happened and yeah. whatever. But like, not like no one really did anything. Yeah. It was a for lot me of to be on some like, oh, this was a, pre-. whereas like Voldem- whereas like Dumbledore was like, oh, you will not be prejudiced today in my office, sir. She is a brilliant No, dancer. you will How not. Dare you? Exactly. Um, and also for Cockroach Cluster. Yeah. That's good. Also for that. That's valid. Yeah. Um, so Sirius is my MVP for getting his daddy on. Of course. Um, helping Harry focus, constant vigilance, um, but also being like, and then you need to learn these, this and this and this. And step one toe, go wandering off by yourself one more again. Go on. Go on and try <laughs> me. Go on and try me. Um. Amani's MVP was Hermione for dropping the mic and proving again that she's the only reason the trio are still alive. Ain't that the truth? 
Like, That's if you could real. die and come back and die again, like, they would have died, like, four or five times over without Hermione. Yeah. It's just true. embarrassing at this point. Um, benched? Fudge. For being Because he is stupid and he's being prejudiced but then also like this is kind of the beginning of where we this is like this is the ramp up to order the phoenix and him being like ridiculous and not actually believing the things that are like laid out right in front of him Mm -hmm. um and so like fuck that and fuck him understandable pretty much um barty crouch jr for me um not only for like giving them like false hope or whatever but he killed his daddy um, That's real. The villain splaining and just like, just uh, like you said, this is one of those chapters where it's a lot of exposition and a lot of like setting up what's happening as we're getting towards the end. Um, so it was not like he he really stood out, but he was in the he was in the chapter, um, and within the chapter, he was like, well, we can't we can't you know, rule out kidnapping and don't you guys worry about it because I got an eye on it and constant vigilance. Meanwhile, he is what you need to be vigilant against. Amani benched Harry for having no chill, failing at vigilance and getting stuck in the framework. We do not speak of the framework! <laughs> That's Voldemort to Robin. <laughs> getting stuck Jesus in the universe. I haven't slept in weeks! <laughs> Um, thank you for listening. Next week we'll be discussing ah! chapter thirty, chapter thirty of thirty-seven wow. chapters. Y'all. y'all, we have less than two months. Well, we have two months starting, yeah, this week. Next week, um, discussing chapter thirty of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the Pensieve, which is lit. I'm so excited for the Pensieve. It's like one of my favorite things. Like when Bayana had a Tumblr in Harry a long Potter, time ago, long, long then, time ago, she named it the Pensieve, and I was like, that's awesome. And then she never used Tumblr. I mean, I'm using it kind of now, but it's still called that because I like it. But, like, I don't really do anything about it. But, yeah, I love the Pensieve, and it's awesome. And it's we're about to see some, like, magic. wizard trials, y'all. And, like, Karkaroff about to find out who Severus Snape really is. We're about to, like, learn about Neville. Like, I'm ready. So I have this shirt I mean, that it's going to be really sad and heartbreaking, but I'm ready for it. Yeah. So I have this shirt that says witches get snitches. Um, and it's, like, a snitch and, you know quidditch and whatever but like we're gonna you know see karkaroff be a snitch who's gonna get stitches which is like the original saying that snitches get stitches mm-hmm. yeah so he's gonna be a snitch not getting a snitch snitches get stitches not stitches with witches on bitches hey Make sure to read and follow along and follow and um, let us know who you think is the real MVP and who was benched for that chapter, this chapter, and the chapters before, the chapters to come, all that shit. Let me know who you think won and lost the chapters. The chapters because to come. I am counting. I mean, I guess you could you could go ahead and bench people early. No, I mean like don't do it like no, I just meant like in the future, also give me those when we get to them. Okay. Um, give me all your and, votes, y'all. And um Make sure to remember that voting closes when, when does voting close? When we watch the movie. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying Two to months. scroll up because I think Matthew gave us, he wasn't able to join, but he gave us his, his 
benched and what he it was default he benched snape and made remus the mvp oh okay which is your your memory is scary brilliant but scary um anyway um if you would like to join the conversation on twitter you can add us at we black and nerds and use the hashtag wizard team to follow along and yeah check out all our stuff on blackgirlscreate.org fill out our survey if you haven't already because and we do I not will... talk about the framework okay is that wizard that, team roll number that's a wizard team law that is like okay. the thing when we're going to get to it in a couple of books. But when you say, if you say the framework, then alarms go off and then you're going to get got. So mention it. Don't well, mention nice it week, at all. Y'all. Happy hump day. Uh,